Home Secretary, you've been in the job now just a couple of months. Very big difference from being in the Foreign Office, dealing with some of the same problems? Well, sadly, I am dealing with a lot of the same challenges and problems. One of the biggest events of my career in foreign affairs was the, you know, the brutal terrorist attack perpetrated by Hamas against Israel on the 7th of October. I went to, um, I went to visit Israel just a few days later. Um, and that was, that, was one, that was the big thing I was dealing with as Foreign Secretary. And then, of course, coming across to the, the job of Home Secretary, the repercussions of that terrorist attack, the repercussions of uh, Israel's uh, actions in Gaza are now having an impact in the UK as well. Jewish communities feeling very, very under threat, which is one of the reasons why I'm here in Golders Green talking to the Community Security Trust and others. Um, also trying to provide reassurance to Muslim communities as well. So these events have kind of have been both the, 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 the last big thing I was doing as foreign sector and the first big thing I was doing as home sector as well. What plans do you have to counter radicalism, um, radicalisation, sorry, mm. in both the Muslim and Jewish communities post October the 7th? Have you got new ideas or is it more of the same? Well, look, I think we, 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 continue, we continue working on the things that we know work. Um, so regular engagement with authoritative voices from respective communities really uh, matters, making sure that everybody feels that they can be, uh, uh, that they are safe, that they are protected by the police and by others is absolutely key. Um, and, you know, I've had meetings with representatives of, of uh, Muslim communities, uh, representatives, um, Jewish community, and uh, we know this is going to be a long-term piece of work. You know, what's happening in, in Gaza will have a ripple effect here in the UK for some time to come. So this is, this is going to be ongoing work. Really, really value the close working relationship that we uh, have with community leaders, particularly, um, as I say, the Community Security Trust, very, very professional organisation. Um, but we know this is going to be long-term work. So it's not about quick fixes, it's, it's about having the, the resilience to keep working on this um, and, and make sure that all communities in the UK are safe and just as importantly feel safe. You must be aware lots of Jews are saying, mm -hmm. not without cause, that it's unsafe for Jews to go into the West End, West End of London, on a Saturday. Are you thinking about how policing could be changed to re rectify that? Well, look, I, uh, it, it, it really saddens me when I hear this. I was born and brought up in London. Obviously, I work in, in central London, and it has always been a vibrant, exciting place for, for everybody, you know, uh, tourists and Londoners alike. And when I, when I hear that, and I have heard that, um, I, I'm determined to do something about that. I, one of the first meetings I had when I was appointed Home Secretary was with Mark Rowley, the uh, Commissioner of the Metropolitan Police, someone I know very well, worked with for over a decade, uh, making, making my expectation of the Metropolitan Police absolutely clear that they should do everything they can to uh, take action where um, anti-Semitic activity is being uh, seen uh, to respond and be seen to respond so that everybody uh, including the Jewish community, feel safe in, in, in London. Obviously, we want to um, 
that we respect the right to protest, but that is not an that is not a um, that is not an unbounded right. You can't just say and do anything you like. It's got to be within the realms of uh, legality, and we have seen people overstep that mark, and, and we are determined to continue taking action so that everybody, including the Jewish community, feels safe and comfortable enjoying what the what the capital city has to offer. When a Jew walks along the street and hears the word jihad, or worse, mm. from the river to the sea, mm. it sends a chill down their spine. I, yeah. The police don't seem to be taking enough action to deal with those cases. Well, look... Um, I think one of the things that is is uh, an observation I have is that there's probably a, a relatively small number of uh, people who are genuinely pursuing uh, a kind of really evil intent. Uh, and unfortunately, there is a larger group of people, perhaps idealistically or naively, you know, uh, being drawn into the slipstream of those individuals. Um, and I know the police and certainly the government are working at identifying and dealing with those provocateurs, those you know, people who are driven by anti-Semitism, driven by hatred, and finding a way of detaching them from people who have you know, understandable uh, desire for peace uh, in Gaza and, and, and Israel and the Eastern Mediterranean more broadly. Um, who are scared and worried, uh, and making sure that that good people aren't swept up and and radicalised by bad people. But can you understand the feeling that people are not being prosecuted, and as a result, they others just get in, in, more enthusiastic and carried away. So one of the things that I do, I I, I think we do need to be better at is publicising the fact that people are being arrested and are being prosecuted. Not always at the time of the protests themselves. It's, that's not always uh, easy or indeed possible. But there, 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 there have been a, a significant number of arrests. There have been a, a number of people charged and people who will be prosecuted, including uh, people who were uh, wearing Hamas-style headbands, people who had those paraglider uh, T-shirts. The police are taking action, and as part of the reassurance, we need to be better at letting people know that the police are taking action. Last question. You took the bold step to taking Hizbut Tahrir mm -hmm. off the streets of London. There's always been fears from the Home Office. You can drive them underground, and that's always a realisation. It's a hard equation to work out mm. whether it's better to do that or not mm. having done that there's a tremendous amount of pressure to mm. take the IRGC mm. off the streets of London what's your problem as a home office minister previously Suella Braverman said we've got to do it as a foreign secretary you said we can't do it why not? So, look, uh, any decisions about prescription are always a whole government decision. I never discuss internal government deliberations. Uh, that's always been my uh, uh, policy. Uh, I was very pleased to prescribe his bacteria. Um, and the point I would say, and I know this is going to be frustrating to listeners, but the point that I would say twofold. One is that we are already taking very, very strong action against the IRGC. They are uh, sanctioned in their entirety. Individuals within that organisation uh, are uh, also sanctioned. We 
also look we we are constantly reviewing um, which organisations we sanction, which organisations we prescribe. That is why Hisbuteria, who had previously we had not uh, prescribed as an organisation, we took the decision uh, in order to uh, to do so, which proves that you know just because we haven't done something yet doesn't mean to say that we will never do it, and we certainly would never uh, take any of our um, uh, defensive tools off the table. Um, but we always do these things very, very carefully. Uh, and as frustrating as though this may be, we never speculate publicly about who the, the, the future uh, um, might be designated uh, or, or, or sanctioned. I know that's frustrating, but we do take the risk from Iran and the IRGC very, very seriously. We do defend ourselves robustly against that, and we always keep our defensive measures in active uh, consideration. But the decision is yours, or the decision is government? So, so, the, so all descriptions on prescription across government, um, it's always a collective agreement, and uh, and as I say, we, we always keep all of our options always under review.